Hi, I'm Kelsey Zeiser. Welcome to What's the Story, a short podcast from Light Reading, where we take a step back from the most significant topics in telecom to tell you the latest news, how we got here, what it all means, and what to expect next. Today, I'm talking with Mike Dano to discuss Helium Mobile, which recently signed an MVNO agreement with T-Mobile. Helium Mobile customers will be able to access T-Mobile's existing 5G network and the do-it-yourself Helium-branded 4G network in exchange for cryptocurrency rewards. Mike explains how the MVNO will work and which new and noteworthy elements Helium Mobile will bring into the U.S. wireless industry. Welcome to What's the Story, Mike. Thanks for joining me. Hi, Kelsey. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you're dialing in from uh, lovely Hawaii, right? Yeah, no, I'm not. Hawaii. <laughs> yes. I was just trying I'm to make your life right sound like, super interesting. <laughs> and you are on the moon. You're in France. You are dialing in from... The moon, yeah. The moon. Yeah, yep. the dark not side of the moon. Not in Denver. It's all normal. We're not... We The Mobile World Congress show hasn't started yet. We're not anywhere. We're nowhere yeah. exciting. We're not traveling yet, but we not will yet. be in Las soon Vegas enough. soon. Mm-hmm. Soon. Yeah. We're just imagining fun places like Hawaii yeah. and Paris and the moon. And the moon. Yeah. So speaking of the moon, here's one of my terrible transitions. Uh, <laughs> tell us a little bit about Helium Mobile. Yeah. No, it's good. It's it, it's going to the moon. To the, to moon. the moon. Helium. Helium. Oh, I just, I and love this. there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, every once in a while, a story comes around that I just, I just like it. Like I just, yeah. I'm, I'm personally interested in it because it's got weird stuff going on, and that is, that is the story of this helium. Yeah, it's just, it's just fun and interesting, and it's everybody has a slightly different viewpoint on it, so it just, it makes it fun. So anyway, so the new, so the new, new thing about helium is that they're, they announced they're going to do an MVNO. They're going to. They inked a deal with T-Mobile, and early next year they're launching uh, an official Helium Mobile like mobile service. So you can go to their website. You have to bring your own phone, but you have to go. You can go to their website, sign up, get service through Helium, which is actually just T-Mobile's network. Um, but their big deal is that uh, those customers are going to also be able to access the network that Helium is building with regular people, everyday people who buy their own cell site and are rewarded for operating that cell site with cryptocurrency, with helium cryptocurrency. So, so what, right? what that I know, look, exactly. Huh? It's, <laughs> every time I try to explain this to people, I get, what? what? Yeah, <laughs> huh? too bad that's not on video because like, <laughs> my eyes just drifted off. Cryptocurrency, like, it has everything. It, it even has its own name for it. It's called decentralized wireless or dy no yeah dy DY. DY. okay just capital d lowercase e capital w lowercase i dy so who's setting up their own cell sites though like everyone regular you could do it you could go to helium right now you could spend five thousand dollars and i'm not making (laughs) that up that is an actual number that people would pay to buy a helium cell tower that they put on their roof and then you could be uh, you could operate Helium's network for your location, which is, of course, the moon. Yeah. Um, so you could be the first person on the moon to set up a Helium transmitter. <laughs> That's what it is. And then, and then when you do that, if if people if people use the 
the the web or the uh, cell site that you've set up, you get paid in helium cryptocurrency. But didn't Bitcoin just like hit hit a wall? Kind of like, do no, we yeah. really want all the, Yeah, exactly. All the <laughs> cryptocurrencies have crashed. So yeah. this, the timing of this is not auspicious. <laughs> like wait a second yeah it's a little uh, not probably not a great time for them to i mean i'd, I'd rather have bed bath and beyond coupons because those <laughs> like don't expire <laughs> just give me some more of those yeah yeah that'd be all right yeah, yeah. so I, i'm still a little <laughs> stuck like like what an actual use case would look like is this better for someone who's uh you know on a farm or something or no. a mountaintop or it's nope. just for no. Any Joe Schmo. It's but like, why would you want to pay for $5,000? So here's the helium Mike, I thing. I need answers. <laughs> I know. It's just, it's a, it, I'm not like, I, it's exactly what you think it is. It's exactly okay. what it sounds like. It's, it's I'm like, like am what? I taking crazy pills here? What's no, no, it's, uh, yeah, right. This is exactly how it is. So, so the helium vision is that uh, you and your friends and everybody you know and everybody in the world buys a helium cell site sets it up and begins broadcasting service. And eventually they have, you know, tens and hundreds of thousands of these cell sites operating all over the country. And, and then they're, and then, then that's how their uh, helium MVNO would work because then those customers would only be accessing this, the cell sites that their user base has set up. And so, the but goal, the, wouldn't the, that require a ton of people to buy this for it to be at all useful? There you go. And therein lies the rub. So <laughs> already 5,000 different people have bought these cell really? sites. I, I'm serious. I'd like to talk to them. <laughs> I don't and understand. So the, you can see, so you can go onto their website. There's a map of it. All these cell sites all over the country, San Francisco, Dallas, New York, Denver. Like you can see where they all are. And people are operating. You, so you plug them into your your internet connection, and you um, plug them into an outlet, and then you start broadcasting it. And then so now you're offering service, right? And then if someone were to use your cell site, you would get paid in cryptocurrency for that. Uh. Now, would you get paid enough to recoup the five thousand dollars that you've spent on the cell site, and the you know? <laughs> several tens of dollars per month that you probably spend on electricity to keep this thing operational. Probably not, but you know, their, their argument is that eventually they'll reach a, 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 a critical mass where there's enough cell sites out there. There's enough customers on their helium mobile MVNO that, that it begins to, you know, people start to make money on this thing and, and it starts okay. to actually work. Yeah, I just seems like a really tough model to get going. And also, I don't love the idea that it it feels like they're having the consumer be responsible for building the network. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So instead of like you and I, we, you know, rely and we pay people like Verizon or T-Mobile or AT&T to operate our network for us under the Helium model. Uh, it would be you, like you, Kelsey, would operate yeah. my cell site. And so if it were not operational when I needed it, I would go to you, Kelsey, and tell you to turn on the cell site, please, because I need service there. I would be like, For listen. Example. Yeah. Their their goal is to get a million customers on their uh, MVNO, the Helium Mobile MVNO. That's that's their 
that's when they believe that they will reach uh, a critical mass in terms of users that would start to make this thing actually make sense from a financial standpoint. Yeah, because I feel like you would have really spotty service. Well, yeah, and, and that's why they sign. I mean, that's why they signed the, the deal with T-Mobile. Okay. So, so they are a T-Mobile MVNO. So when there is no helium cell site around, then you would be on T-Mobile's network. Okay. Yeah. So you pretty much would need to be a T-Mobile customer then. I mean, well, you you effectively would be. You would be yeah. on the T-Mobile T-Mobile network. It would just be called the Helium Mobile. And then when you went into places, you know, when I went to downtown Denver, there are some helium sites in downtown Denver. When I go there, I would I would switch over to those sites, and then um, and then you know it would it would cost less for me as a customer if I were okay. to go onto those sites. Interesting. Okay. But those sites then, right now are very few and far between, and the helium guys know this. They they acknowledge that you know you got to start somewhere with this whole idea of decentralized wireless where people. People operate their own cell sites, and so that they're starting here. Hopefully, they're hoping to get to this next, uh, you know, to this critical mass place. But you know, it, it is they are well aware of the difficulty that they face. I think. Do they have any information on uh, like demographics wise about the type of people that have already adopted this? I just feel like they would be more the beta users, the people, the first, you know the ones that are first in line to get the new iPhone would be the type of people that would use this. But most of us, it's like, oh, great. Here's another thing that I have to manage myself. That's just what I'm thinking. And then also, are people going to be calling me complaining about it? (laughs) Yeah, those are all... to deal with that. Yes, All for some cryptocurrency that. that, you know, may or may not be useful like maybe a book of matches would be more useful for them to send me <laughs> yeah i kind of don't think it's uh it's you or me or like my mom is not yeah. going to do this it's not for not for those but for people who uh yeah i think you know i actually uh kelsey don't you have the new iphone didn't you wait in line to get the new iphone i did not i maybe a oh. virtual line oh, okay. <laughs> just said i here's here's my money like, yeah. send me the phone. <laughs> gotcha. But you weren't in line. You weren't one of the no. crazy early adopters. To No, I was yeah. like, well, it'll get here Tuesday or Wednesday. That sounds good. Well, maybe. I mean, I, mean, I did you... last four years with, with the. Yeah, with the old one. The 10, so. <laughs> I mean, uh, when when Helium Mobile gets to a million customers, maybe you'll see the. You'll you'll maybe you'll buy one of the cell sites and begin transmitting their signal for them with your own money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe like how, how irritating can that noise get yeah, yeah, that's, that's, sorry that's, listeners <laughs> uh-huh. so that's what i'm going to con that in the firm in the, put that squarely in the maybe column is your yeah, yeah. leaning heavily towards towards no not. way <laughs> <laughs> i mean and what's what's fun about this all is that so we actually have to kind of go back a year or two to really appreciate the helium story because this is sort of the second evolution of helium. The first evolution was where they uh, were um, trying this same model, but with uh, a LoRa network, L-O-R-A, LoRa. And that's a, a network for Internet of Things, very inexpensive, uh, you know, just a- tracking water meters and that kind of stuff. That's what that network was for. But they had an enormous success with that, building that network. Uh, they almost have a million transmitters operational for that network it covers 
10% of the world's population, that low raw network that helium built initially. Wow. Yeah. And the real, the real reason that that was so successful was not because people love to buy a $200 low raw transmitter. It was because they were rewarding people with the helium cryptocurrency. And at that time, before the big crypto crash earlier this year, that, that cryptocurrency was actually very valuable. And I, I actually know several people who made thousands of dollars operating a helium LoRa uh, transmission site. Um, there's actually not hardly any traffic on the helium network. It was what they were doing was they were rewarding people for operating the operating the transmitter, uh, not with traffic from customers, but just by uh, uh, being able to determine if that site was operational. And then they would send them some cryptocurrency. Uh, and so that's how that's that's why the the first helium network was so successful because they were they were paying people in in their own invented money mm-hmm. to operate their the transmitters. Are they still operating that? So those those are still operating. Um, a, a lot of them, according to helium, a lot of them are still operating. Now, here's the rub, though, is that uh, so. Helium was paying these people to operate the transmitters, right? With their own cryptocurrency that they made. It's called the Helium token, okay? So it's literally like Monopoly money. There is no difference. Like you just invent money, you pay people with uh, shroot bucks or whatever, you know, imaginary money that you have. (laughs) And, but, you know, during the crypto craze, there, there was actually a lot of value in that cryptocurrency. Now it has all fallen, right? Because the whole... Cryptocurrency market has has fallen off a cliff, and it, it might recover. It might not. I don't know. But anyway, they managed to fund the creation of that first helium network, the IoT network, the the LoRa network, right? So so that was built. Now here's the thing, though, is that uh, what their real goal is to get people to use the network, right? Like they don't want to just operate it; they want actual customer traffic on the network. And more recently, we found out that there is actually very little actual customer traffic on the network. There is a lot of traffic on the network in terms of making sure that the sites are operational. That's how they're getting cryptocurrency is that they're, they're, they're checking on each other. Oh, are you up and running? Yes. Okay, good. Now you get some cryptocurrency. And then then it'll go back. Are you up and running? Oh, yes, you are. Okay, you get some cryptocurrency. But in terms of actual companies paying to access this network, there's basically none. The The total amount of revenues that Helium IoT network, the LoRa network, generated earlier this year in one month was $6,000. And so that that's the amount of money that, that they've made by selling network access to customers who wanted access to a LoRa network. Mm. And the, the latest numbers that I've seen as of just a few weeks ago is that that was actually the peak. Uh, over the wow. over the most couple most recent months, that number has declined from a high point of six thousand dollars a month in revenue. This reminds me a little bit of like an MLM, like a multi level marketing scheme of like it, it's only going to work if they get more and more people to sign on, and it's not even about the product really; it's about the subscriptions, basically. <laughs> Yeah. Or in this case, just paying outright, I guess, for the equipment. But yeah. Yeah. The the numbers the numbers are, are real hard to reconcile right yeah. now. But I mean you can see the 
you can, you know, you can it's kind an of see interesting the interesting idea. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, if I were to tell you, Kelsey, put a cell tower on your roof and make money from it. You're like, okay, okay. like yeah. all I have to do is plug it into power and in my internet connection. And, and then I just start earning some amount of money a month. Like that's not a bad idea, but to get from where they are now to that future thing, mm-hmm. you know, a lot, a lot needs to happen between now and then yeah. for that, for that view, that future vision to actually come true. Yeah. And now here, now here, I'll, this is the last thing that I'll mention that I, 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 the, the, so I mentioned that, you know, helium is, is part of this, uh, uh, distributed wireless, the D Y, um, uh, area of the market. So, so helium is not alone. Uh, there are a number of other companies who are doing this exact same thing or variations on it. They're trying to get people to do things. They're going to pay them monopoly money, just their own invented cryptocurrency to do things. Pollen Mobile is one. They're they're doing exactly the same thing as Helium. I actually just stumbled across another one today. It's called Xnet. Uh, and it looks like they haven't quite launched yet, but they have the exact same business model. And there's a couple of other companies, Hexagon Wireless, and there's sort of this whole little subculture of companies that are developing around the concept of distributed wireless uh, with the hope that it will, you know, explode and be a big deal. Um, but, uh, you know, that, that remains to be seen. But uh, Helium is not alone. We're going to hear more about this as time goes on. Oh, man. Okay, so there's more lemmings. I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> other companies yeah. involved. Uh-huh. <laughs> My apologies it. for having a very negative response. Well, well, <laughs> <to put. this. laughs> I would say our skepticism is alive and well. Yes, <laughs> very cynical about how this yeah. will go, but um, it's it's really interesting though. Um, yeah, I don't know. Would would you sign? I'm curious, Mike. Would you sign up to do that? I mean, uh. Last year at, at the sort of height of the crypto craze, I mean, I was talking to people who were like, yeah, like I made $10,000 in real money. Yeah. You know, operating these transmitters. And I was like, that sounds like a good idea. I want $10,000, yeah. you know, uh, but people are not making that anymore after the crypto mm-hmm. crash. You know what I yeah. mean? So, you know, I, I like money. I, I, I want some. <laughs> Uh, but I do not want to buy a cell site and operate it for an undetermined amount of time for no purpose. Yeah, I, I would maybe just put some money in the stock market or yeah. add to your retirement fund. <laughs> that may be a better, maybe a better idea. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Or sell some wood, you know, wood piles. <laughs> oh, wood's good. If you have yeah. some coal, you should, could, could, you could sell that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. we can talk offline. I've got ideas. Oh, good. Okay, good. I like money. <laughs> Yes. So yeah, if you've got a way to do it, I like that. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, we'll cool. start a light reading Etsy shop and just <laughs> Yeah. Cool. <laughs> like it. I know how to knit. Uh, All I'm right. in. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. Well, um, while Mike and I create our own um MLM <laughs> multi-level marketing scheme. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike. Thanks for going over this with me and uh looking forward to uh seeing how things pan out for them. We'll see how it goes. Yep. Thanks, Kelsey. Okay. See you next time. Bye. Thank you so much, Mike, for taking the time to talk today. And thank you to our amazing producer, Pierre Landrio, for making this episode. 
Be sure to subscribe to the Light Reading Podcast for more interviews and insights from the team. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time.